What's going on, culture? Welcome back to the Cowboys Culture Podcast. Welcome to episode five. Mm-hmm. It's honestly crazy to think that we're on episode five now. Um, but un I guess not unique to the uh not ununique to the pod. Um we like to start with paying the bills, baby. Yeah, so once again, thank you to 360 Roofing and Restoration. Um, 360 Roofing and Restoration, located in Arlington, Texas, uh, serving the entire Metroplex and North Texas area for all, all of your roofing needs, guys. Uh, reach out to Coy Wilson, their owner. Um, give them a shout. If you are a homeowner, if you are a any kind of property owner, a commercial property owner, a a uh, realtor if you need roofing services um what else did they tell us um oh uh landlords um they told us uh that there was also property management they assist with all the time so 360 roofing and restoration thank you so much for your support of this podcast and uh give those guys uh give them a try if you are in the north texas area there you go awesome so what's up jacob tell us some news jacob what's up <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot that's gone on. But Just say it, Jake. The only thing we really care about here is uh, Trey Lance is a cowboy. Yeah. I remember Ethan. I was Friday night. I was out. I was I was just going to get some food. And uh, Ethan called me and said, Trey Lance is a cowboy. And my the rest of my day went uh, – Ended up being just uh, my my Friday night was watching uh, Trey Lance film after that. It was just <laughs> I, I was in shock actually. I, I actually called them both. Called Stephen first, and then I called Jacob. Yeah, um, I'm much older. News travels slower to me, so that was uh, <laughs> that was helpful. Twitter uh, man, Twitter is the way. I think that's X, right? Is it X? X that's okay. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I am the younger, but. Uh, yeah, so uh, Trey Lance is a Dallas Cowboy. Let's discuss. Let's jump right into that because forget everything else Cowboys-related right now. Um, we had a preseason game uh, Saturday night. Uh, got the dub, so i um, super excited about that preseason win. Love a good preseason win. Um, but uh, Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance was taken third overall by the San Francisco 49ers. What year he was that? 2021? 2021. Okay. Traded away their whole future they to get traded him. away I three picks for him. Um, 2021 comes about. Uh, they're still in the Garoppolo era in San Francisco. Oh, sit behind Garoppolo. We're, you know, we're trying to cut him every day of his life. Um, it's a really strange <laughs> – that was, was a really strange dynamic between San Francisco and Garoppolo. It was weird. It, it was – yeah, he might have took us to the Super Bowl. We really don't want it. It's yeah. like he, he accepted. Like, he knew. Yeah, These people Jimmy, are trying to get me out of here. Man, hey, Jimmy G, shout out Jimmy G. He watches the pod. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he – But uh, Jimmy G, man, he went to um, – he went to uh, – what is it? Uh, no, um, Eastern Illinois. Same as Romo? Famously Tony Romo. Oh. Yeah. Sean Payton. Shout out Sean Payton. But uh, – so, uh, anyway, yeah, so I think he's just like, man, I think he's just kind of living the dream. He's like, hey, if I get to play for San Francisco, that's cool. One time I get to hang out I got to hang out with Brady for a while. I don't know if you caught that. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, they ran him out of there. Finally got Trey Lance in there to start for him last year. The dude just injury. Dude, dude gets hurt. And, uh, you know, and then, and, 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 of course, guess who shows up? 
Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. <laughs> because yeah. uh, they looked down their, their death chart and was like, oh, he's still here. Yeah. We'll use him. So he gets hurt. Um, and that moves them to Purdy. So Purdy wins the starting job this year. They finally did move Jimmy G to Vegas. Purdy wins the starting job this year, which they, was that that was not expected. They really thought Lance was going to. Yeah. Then, was then go- it's weird because they got Purdy, but then they go and get Little Red Riding Hood and. Right. So Little Red Riding Hood, um, he enters the chat and and beats out Trey Lance. Gosh, man. So yeah. So so Sam Darnold is going to be the backup for Brock Purdy, and that's a real person. So, um, Brock Purdy is in the NFL and a starting quarterback for one, one of the, the best teams in the NFL. Rated yeah. NFC teams. So that's the world we live yeah, in, and it's I a mean, trip. It's just uh, crazy. But so they had to decide: what do we do with Trey Lance, who's still on a first-round rookie deal? And they got two years left on it. Now they're they're looking at him, going, "Homie ain't gonna he ain't gonna make that kind of money for for third round." Okay, so what are we gonna do with him? Everybody, a lot of teams. The rumor is a lot of teams got on the phone with them, but the only one that was really talking that real, real was Dallas. They were talking it was our about our very own. They were that Jerry was on the phone, and it was Jerry Jones on the phone saying, uh, "I'm I'm gonna give a fourth if uh, if you guys are for real about this." It's apparently it took them a few hours to get it together and to make it for real and to work out how the financials would work with Trey Lance's uh, remaining two years. Supposedly. Um, we're going to pick up a percentage of that for this year. San Francisco is going to tote the boat on most of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to pay him all year next year on the final deal. Here's an interesting fact. Um, I'll tell you what, before we get into interesting facts about contract, uh, contract stuff, which is, you know, dumb. None of us live in that world. But um, what are you guys' initial thought? I mean, listen, Trey Lance um, – you know, my hot take is, and I'll jump right into my hot take. I, my hot take is is that Dallas now has the two best quarterbacks in the NFC East. Yeah, I agree. Uh, shout out Eagles. Yeah, shout out Eagles. So, uh, I, Jacob, what, what's up? So, I mean, nah, th- there's a lot here. But first off, from the 49ers' perspective, I think that that situation was horrible to trade away – um, that many picks to get a guy like that who didn't even, who didn't pan out, that's like nightmare situation. And I personally, I feel like the only way you really make that worse is to do what they did, in my opinion, because you when you get a guy like that who's what twenty twenty one years old when you draft him, yeah, super. And he he, do, he doesn't pan out at to this point, but he's twenty three years old, right? You've already, it, it, in my opinion, yeah, it's, it's a horrible decision, but it's kind of like a sunk cost at this point. You've already, it already hasn't really panned out. The only thing you have left with this guy is maybe if we just wait until he's like 25, 26, maybe we can see if we have something. That's the only real hope you have, right? Now they don't even have that. And they gave it to Dallas for nothing, pretty much, right? So I feel like personally, if I was a 49ers fan, I would be just, I would just, I'd be on the verge of switching teams at this point because like, I just feel like, you already should, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, just I mean yeah, but I just I I don't I can't imagine how how that feels as a fan. I, I just feel like that's a horrible horrible decision um, because you drafted this guy for upside and you spent your whole future to get him, and then you 
traded him away before you could see his upside uh, in his development. Yeah, it's um, a, it, it is it is I, so strange. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It had been two years, but the dude hadn't even played. Uh, he hadn't even had a full season to 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 try and and get better. So. Yeah, I, I don't understand it from that perspective, from the 49ers side of things. He, from a forty he, from a forty from a forty ers front office standpoint, like I I was confused as to why they were bringing Sam Darnold in. Um, look, I don't sit around and grind the San Francisco 49ers all the time, but I can I, I, when I see him coming to a camp, I'm like, that poor dude. I mean, they you know this this guy also a first round pick. I'm like, that poor dude. They're gonna bring him in here to just have to found a job at the end of camp mm-hmm. and here we are trading first round picks for fourth round picks my, uh, my thing is is for, yeah for a 49ers standpoint they they're just dumb they didn't give him a chance whatsoever um i mean but i'm not gonna i don't want to be that kind of cowboys fan in this scenario to be like oh my gosh he's so great you didn't even give him a shot you could if you, if they would no like he was buns like the times that he did play, he was kind of bad, and he's got a ninety-seven point three rating for twenty twenty-one. Twenty twenty-two, he has a fifty-five. But he so. was just like I said. I mean, injury. Somebody who's a injury prone, and b just not super great as a first-round draft pick. I get why they might have just like not, you know, stayed. I don't understand why they didn't like at least keep him around. Less than fifty percent passing. Uh, completion percentage for last year, it, but as a but as a Cowboys fan, what I wanted to say was, what a great move! Not just because of it's like a oh my gosh, we got a, a insane quarterback to come play quarterback. No, we've already got that. We've already got as you know, if you didn't see episode three or four where we talked about uh, our quarterback rankings. Well, um, if you didn't, I'll just fill you in right now. We have a top ten quarterback in the NFL. If you're asking me, we have a top five quarterback. Um, but we already have our guy. But just as a, you know, like a GM move, you know, I think that was just such a cra- like weird but awesome move. Like mm-hmm. you get a first-round talent for pretty much nothing, like a yeah. mid-round pick. I feel like it's more about that than like, oh, why did you – what's the statistic – like what's the – I guess I don't know, like game aspect or like um, what am I trying to say here? Well, uh, I'll tell I'll tell you what. So you get yeah, you get the first round pick for a fourth for a fourth round conditional, right? Mm-hmm. So here, the best part about that for me is is this: um, we do have a top ten a top ten quarterback uh, in Dak Prescott. Trey Lance is not for the foreseeable future for anybody that's been you know thinking this or or suggesting this, whether it be national media, someone that watches this pod, mm. or just a Cowboy hater altogether, Trey Lance was not brought here to take over for Dak Prescott this year or next year, period, and more than likely the next few years. But here's here here are the options for Trey Lance, okay? One, he's a, he's a heck of an insurance policy. Much love to Cooper Rush, but this guy's going to keep you in games, okay? This guy's going to keep you – deep in games and probably can unlike Cooper Rush Cooper Rush could keep you in a game and manage a game but he needed he needed stars to go out and win those games yeah, right? and he does have the physical raw ability to make those plays that you're talking about for sure yeah but Cooper Rush Cooper Rush is there to manage that game and let the stars be stars and go win it for him you know 
hey, Cooper Rush, your job tonight uh, is don't mess up. Mm-hmm. All right, C.D. Lamb's going to take care of you. Tony <clears throat> Pollard's going to take care of you. Okay, just don't mess up. Micah and the boys are going to hold it. They're going to ho- they're going to hold it down for you so that you can so that you have you know a fourth quarter to play in, yep. a meaningful one. So uh, Trey Lance is no. There's there's a package for you. There's a playbook for you. If we end up having to use you on a regular basis, if that goes down for a significant amount of time, you are serviceable to this team. You can yeah. win a game as to where Cooper Rush can manage a game. So here's, here's you know, just getting into the takes about all this, right? Okay, so one thing I want to discuss is after digging into this all weekend, Jerry did not consult two – reputable people jerry made this deal and i'm jerry and steven locked in a room making this deal without consulting one mike mccarthy and not that he's owed it but he did not can start he did not consult his about to be eighth year starter that prescott now i i can get over him not consulting dak real fast uh, i don't i don't consult employees in my business um for, for large business decisions, I consult leadership. Well, Stephen Jones is leadership. Mm-hmm. But Mike McCarthy is leadership, and I just – I wish that there was not – with him running the offense, I wish there was not an offensive piece of business that did not go through Mike McCarthy. I think he's earned that um, through his career. Well, I was just going to say, um, part – like, yeah, I agree, but part of me is, is like – I think it was more of like a let's get him just cause, like so nobody else can get him. Like for example, if the Giants go ahead and get him or something, yeah. and with Dayball being such a good like I guess quarterback coach, like developing him and him being like crazy good, like and take like you know for the Giants or Philly for example, they go the, ahead and get him. Or there's something. there's merit to that because he's a cinch, he's a, he's as close to free as you can be this year, mm-hmm. and then yeah. uh, you know and you're gonna have to pay him for one year just so no one else can. So there's merit to that, but I want to you know just continue with the takes on this. Go ahead. So um, McCarthy, um, you know, kind of scratching his head like, uh, okay, I gotta gotta somehow ensure that if this guy comes to the game, I got to work that up. And when do we play? In two weeks. Okay, you know. So I got to I got to figure him out and his completely different play style uh, from Dak. They had maybe similar ones when Dak was a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Dak has, you know, Dak's become He's more of changed. a pocket passer. Yeah. So, so you know, oh, go just ahead. going on what you're saying, yeah. like I, I don't have a problem with the decision without consulting anybody. I'll, like. Because the way they're making it seem, it just kind of like they found out and they just kind of made the move, right? Yeah. Um, and it just had to happen quick because it seemed like there was some some people that had other other teams that had interest. But I, when it comes when it comes to the Dak thing, I feel like that's more of like a you 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 tell them after the fact, like, hey Dak, we did this because we no, have we found a guy, but yeah, like I'm not going to consult Dak before that because it's yeah. none of his business. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's supposed to be the quarterback. He's not making personnel decisions, right? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But from a Mike McCarthy standpoint, I feel like, you know, I understand if it's a hey, we we called the 49ers and we had to like get it done at that time, like then and there. Sorry, Mike. That's that's one thing. But I I do feel like like going along with what you're saying, I feel like. That should have been something with the head coach that you talked about a little bit, like beforehand, like, hey, what do you think about backup quarterback position, right? 
Um, do you think we could add, like, we're thinking about adding something there. Here are some guys. Maybe we could check into the 49ers, like, giving them kind of, you know, letting them in on that conversation, maybe even giving them a heads up on, hey, we're thinking about pursuing these avenues just so you know, Mike. That, I think that is that meeting or that could have happened. Yeah, that meeting or multiple meetings like that probably actually did happen. I don't think Mike McCarthy was, you know, uh, you know, Mike, what do you think about Will Greer? Well, we're going to, you know, we, we need to look elsewhere or just not seeing it from him. Okay, sounds good. Here's a list of people that we might think available. I guarantee you Trey Lance was not on that list, but I do bet such meetings happen. Mm -hmm. Just getting more into the takes, and I agree with both of you. First of all, Dak, big-time leader and everything. It's it's one thing if it's a, if it's if if we're talking about trading for Justin Jefferson. You know, hey, man, you know, obviously we'll, we may – get your opinion we're not seeking your consultation but uh when it's a separate quarterback it's uh you know it's somebody that plays his position yeah it's just it's it's as far from your business how we run our business as possible but um there are people scratching their heads saying uh you know how could you not talk to Dak you know blah 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 blah. that happens with every big trade Mm -hmm. um especially for quarterbacks so uh McCarthy again I I do I do wish that he could have. Hey, listen, uh, Mike, we've got uh, we've got Trey Lance's people on the phone. I got the Niners on the phone on a three way. Why don't you run up here real quick? Um, you know, why don't you be heavily involved in who we may be handing down to you? Um, but didn't happen. And again, you know, general managers pick the team, coaches coach the team, right? So mm-hmm. I guess that is what it is. Um, and like both Dak and McCarthy said, like. Nothing surprises me, man. This is Dallas. That's Jerry. Not, yeah, not, the, not the super Joneses surprised. do whatever they want. Yeah, no matter what. it's just a way. It's just a way it is around here. Now, um, you know, and Dak, class act as he is, um, he was like, you know, when they were questioning him about it, he was like, because it obviously happened on Friday. Next thing you know, you turn around, and Dallas has got a, a game on TV Saturday night. So you know, the questions were flying. Hmm. Um, found it interesting that Brady was in town. Because he uh, he's a little partial owner of the Raiders, so he was in town. He huh? came to watch the goat. Yeah, he's dapping up with uh, Parsons. He's came dapping up with Dak. He's like, hey, you know, sorry, I couldn't give you more of a showing last January. But um, anyway, uh, so the the questions are flying around, and, and Dak says, uh, you know, hey, you know, that that's fine, man. I'm gonna wor- welcome him with open open arms. Uh, kind of said it without saying, like I'm certainly confused about it, but you know, that's my teammate now, and I. Uh, I'm certainly going to welcome him to our team. Um, but he said, you know, my heart and my mind right now is with Will, with Will yeah, Greer. Yeah. Um, so he definitely helped him. Yeah, yeah so and then he was calling night. plays the Dak rest of the Dak was night. playing calls, uh, calling plays for the uh, preseason game, which was really cool, I bet. And he did really good. Yeah, not, not, a, lot of, uh, not a lot of non-coach, non-offensive coordinators in the world get to call plays into a quarterback mm-hmm. on um, in a in an NFL game be it a preseason game I bet that was a blast for Dak yeah. I, bet, I bet he had so much fun doing that and hey Will Greer who we've uh we've kind of poked at on this show before uh, just kind of talking a little bit about the preseason game we've kind of poked at Will Greer a little bit um, yeah. suggesting that he drinks before games yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> We know that he doesn't, and Will, thank you for continuing. Even though it's a Cowboys podcast, thanks for continuing to uh, be a viewer. Yeah, watch and but, support uh, and everything. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Love you. Um, but um, he played He played lights out, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. I think he gave really, of his life. Really. Hey, man, when somebody tells you, like, hey, 
you're fired, but you got to work one more day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really showed you, out, man. Th- there's no rules. There's no – Dak, you can call in whatever you want, man. If, if I see something, I'm taking it. I got to put on a showing. I got to put some tape out there because I need a new job next week. Mm-hmm. And he did that. He played free. He played – he played like Wild Bill. You know, that's his nickname. So uh good good for Will Greer for a for a heck of a highlight tape. You will be in this league this year and uh good luck on a deal, brother. Yeah. Uh, hope to hope to see you down the road. But uh little bit more on Trey Lance before we kinda jump into the rest of the show. Um so what do you what do you guys think the ultimate plan for Trey right now he's an insurance policy, right? If nothing else. What do you think, and I'll just remind you, two two years this season and the next season left on his deal, with that information, this season and next season left on Dak's deal, what do you think the long-term plan is for Trey Lance? I, I think that it's it's something that, like, people say this about the Cowboys every year, like, oh, you should go ahead and start drafting a quarterback. Well, we we essentially drafted a generational talent prospect in the fourth round, essentially. Yeah, I know people say that, and it, you know you don't have to. Do, I mean, people do drugs too. So yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> but like, my thing is, is like, why not like take a prospect away from a rival team that's like not in your division and keep him away from other teams? And if he turns out to be what he was. Uh, prospected to be you know like why not have him why not give it a shot you know develop him if if he turns out to be better than Dak it's better for the team yeah I was gonna say what what exactly are we giving him a shot so okay yeah so I think put him in in against Bryce Young I think (laughs) I think that I think when you're saying what's the end goal I don't. I don't necessarily know. Like, if, I don't. I don't necessarily know if they have a here is our route with Trey Lance. Yet, I feel like it's a combination of things. I feel like it's a, you know, kind of like what Ethan's going off of. Um, you know, j- the Cowboys in the foreseeable future are never going to be in a position to draft this talented of a quarterback. Meaning, and, and so in that situation, if you ever are going to get a quarterback that develops into something you're going to have to take lower round shots, right? So this is essentially like a shot, that, you know, throwing a fourth round pick, take a shot on a high upside potential quarterback. So I think you have that. I think it's also a situation where it's like this is if, – if you look at the quarterbacks in the NFC, who has the poten- who has the most upside potential that could actually be like this dude, like, like could be a – Mahomes in the AFC situation, like this dude just runs, like we, he's just the guy. Mm. Like if anybody, if if there's anybody in the NFC that has that type of potential, it's him. So this could have been, it could also have been a, let's just make sure, like this guy doesn't have it together right now, but if he does, it's scary. Let's make sure we take care of that that risk. And if or, he doesn't, who cares? Or it could be a, he's, you know, he he we develop him and it, it, do everything we can, and all he is is just a a slightly more mobile uh, or, or a more mobile, slightly better Cooper than Cooper Rush. Best case scenario, he we could end up in a situation in two years from now where it's like we have two top ten quarterbacks on our team and, and, and we, we choose one and trade the other one for picks, right? So it's like I think I don't necessarily know if Jerry Jones made this trade like this is our quarterback of the future or 
you know, this is our DAC replacement I or do. whatever. I do. I think I think oh, as wow, of that's a I think as of Friday, I think Friday he was on the phone bargaining for the quarterback of the future, the Dallas Cowboys. So now now let me finish the thought here. It's a big one, Steven. Yeah, yeah. So I think because because I know Jerry, right? I've been doing Jerry for over thirty years now. You know, I can read between the lines. Um, I can I can read between between the Johnny Walker blue. Um, Jerry Jerry does things with emotion and with heart, and he he always always always, always thinks he's doing the right thing for the Cowboys. Um, and and honestly, I mean, cut Jerry a little slack. He, you know, most of the time he actually is. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, I believe that Jerry is a business man before he's a football man okay because he's he's owner and the gm which is rare and and quite the showman and jerry thanks thanks for all your support but uh, (laughs) he uh you know he's just sitting in highland park just like man when them guys coming home man (laughs) (laughs) when when was it fridays these guys come on these uh these culture guys cowboys podcast cowboys podcast podcast culture (laughs) 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 he's just he's just dumping the Dumping the salt on the yeah. <laughs> on the McGriddle or whatever, but oh. anyway, you know he yeah, but uh, but no, I think I think Jerry, I think because based off of based off of comments he made after the trade, it really sounds like in his mind he just got his his quarterback for the future. But I'm with you guys. I think it could, it could just go so many ways. But being a great businessman, I really believe also Jerry was thinking, all right, this Dak guy, he's got two years left on his deal. And that's expensive. And now I got this uh, Trey Lance guy. I'm doing this best Jerry, my best Arkansas. (laughs) And he's like, uh, I got this guy. And uh, he's got two years left on his rookie deal. Uh, So maybe if. You know, if Dak's all he's still cracked up to be, I'm going to go back to my voice. But uh, if Dak's still all he's cracked up to be after two more seasons, which should be, right, I'm at least going to get Dak on a hometown discount. I'm a, and, and, and if it's, if it's hey, I'm not – no, Dak, this guy's here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick up his extension. I'm going to extend him. What are you going to do? You going somewhere else or are you going to sign right here? And we all know Dak's love for Dallas, man. Dak, Dak grew up a Cowboys fan. He he is a Cowboys fan. God knows Cowboys history. You know he could. Uh, D- Dak would have been pretty good on episode four. Go back and check that out if you want some Cowboys history. But uh, he wants to be in Dallas for his whole career. Of course they all do, right? But uh, I I think I think from businessman Jerry Jones, it was just a win, 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 win situation. Yeah. And I do think I do think as of last Friday. That he drafted the quarter, uh, that he uh, traded for the quarterback of the future. That, of course, that opinion may change for him. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah, like, and I agree with you pretty much fully. I, I, it's just I don't know if he. I think it's more of like a. I don't think he made the decision with the mindset of this is our guy for the future. I think because I just think there's no way you could know that with what Trey Lance has done at this point. I think he did it with a sense of, and and this is why I think it's it's brilliant, and it shows his his business mind, like like for, for all the reasons I was describing. Those are all either risks or potential major upside 
potential or, or you know, um, great outcomes in the future, there's literally no negative by trading a fourth-round pick for Absolutely So not. it's like you're get, you, you are taking a zero risk for making sure nobody else gets to experience a possible upside of him, um, and you have to worry about that. Um, contract negotiation problems with Dak in the future, taking that risk off the table or mitigating that risk a little bit. Maybe you found the next rising star, and you can, and you have the quarterback for the future. I mean, like, th- those are all—all all the possibilities that could come out of this are all good. There's no bad. Yeah. You trade away a fourth-round pick. He doesn't develop in anything really special, and then he—you end up not letting him go. He gets signed by somebody else, and you get a compensatory pick. And it, there's literally no yeah, downside, and it, it's all upside. It's the same thing if if Dak didn't never turned out to be anything. Fourth-round pick. Yeah. yeah. If he didn't yeah. turn out to be anything, he it's was, a shot. He was our third string at the time anyway, or second string at the time anyways, whatever it was. But yeah, I, I kind of want to let's talk about right now. Let's talk about the present. The present. All right. So the present. The present tense. Uh, welcome, we, to, welcome to Dallas, Trey Lance. Yeah, welcome uh, to Dallas, Trey Lance. We're, you know, I'm sh- hopefully we'll be talking about you in years to come. But right now, we just finished our last preseason game on Saturday, and in two weeks, little less than a day after, you know, a day less than two weeks from now, we're in New York playing our first regular season game. Yeah, and just one more shout out, Will Greer, man, what yeah. a, what a showing uh, that was really cool. That was, I mean, like I watched most of that game. That was really cool to watch. That was really cool to just see a dude out there just slinging and running and making stuff up. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, that's what he was doing. I mean, Dak wasn't hitting him play for play. You know, um, that wasn't Dak on the on the on the PlayStation remote, you know, that was, that was really Will Greer saying, I'm taking your advice, but I'm going to play free and I'm going to get yeah. picked up. Mm-hmm. Although um, I'm sure Dak's probably a beast at Madden. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, Kyler Murray good. Do you think? Uh, definitely uh, not. Nobody's <laughs> that good. Nobody spends more time. Yeah. Nobody spends Madden. more time on, on video games <laughs> so, than, uh, than Kyler Murray. Yeah. So, you know, we move into, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Moving past Kyler Murray talk, um, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we uh, we we kind of you know moved into that last preseason game. Um, nobody was able to call Ethan or text Ethan or find him in, in, in his DMs because Dallas won a preseason game. So you know, uh, we didn't Boise. Yeah, we didn't boys, uh, man. So, Back uh, at it. But uh, anyway, it, did, it is interesting that after that game, everybody that I that I knew who saw me at church the next day, they were all like, "The Cowboys look so good." You know, they played really well. I'm like, again, it's a preseason game. The guy that the quarterback will got not be fired on before the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we we. But I will say just to just to move that part along. Um, gosh, I mean. Well, no, I just I want to point out the fact that. Uh, you know, we didn't see a lot of the same faces. That was cool. No, we, yeah, that yeah. was awesome. And uh, man, you know who showed out? That quietly showed out. Got a touchdown, by the way. Jake's boy, Schoonmaker. Schoon, yeah. Schoon played really good, and uh, we've been waiting for that from Schoonmaker. Um, Mozzie, uh, Mozzie. What to say about Mozzie? Um, he stepped it up some. I I thought he had a really good performance in my opinion. Yeah. I I saw I I was saw, uh, seeing some some film it, on him I'm, and he yeah it's, he ate up some he ate up a bunch of double teams. He let Sam William get a QB hit one, uh, a, yeah, a yeah, couple times. Sure. Yeah. He like one of the some of the first few plays on de- that defensive snaps, he really um 
he really got past a block and kind of shut down a play for like only two yards gain, which is really good on a run play. Yeah. Like I think that does he is he still kind of that raw athletic ability as far as a defensive tackle? Yeah, oh, bet yeah. But hey, yeah. I just saw a post from uh, from from uh, I think it was both Mozzie and Micah that they were in they were at that boxing studio together. So if he can get those hands right. What boxing studio they at? I don't know. Whatever, whatever boxing studio that Micah has been going to with like Stefan Gilmore and Brandon Cooks, and 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 he know. went with Dan Quinn or the you know, Micah. Not the I guess. factory, huh? I don't know what okay. it is. I don't know what it so, is. So anyway, yeah, but that's that's awesome. Um, he 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 should be hanging out with Micah. Micah drafted him, so yeah, uh, yeah. Um, we're all about that life. But, but I mean, outside of those, or oh, and of obviously, my my personal favorite part of this was, uh, and it's it's looking like. Malik Davis is out. Yeah, because dude. Hunter Lipke showed out, man. I mean, Lim- Lipke, he he's on this roster yeah. somewhere. I mean, you're gonna see him, you know, running downfield on special teams. And that's that's what I was trying to. I was telling somebody this the other day. Um, it I think it's such a complex position that teams are just like, all right, let's just keep it simple and just would let's just not use the fullback position. Because it, it, it is kind of like a weird position to use. But I think if you can figure out how to use it and utilize it in a game, it's such a great position group to have. Mm-hmm. And especially at a stud like him. Yeah, down on the goal line, down on the goal line, let's say, you know, short yardage in the red zone. I, I love it when they try to try, try to fall back out. And, yeah. uh, and just, you know, you don't have to run off tackle. I'm going to do that for you, you know. Uh, yeah, I think it's – yeah. Well, no, I just I, I just think it's an appropriate time to have one, and I, it, it's it's upsetting that that position has kind of seen its way out of the league. I think because it so is effective. a cool and it's a cool position too. Sure. Yeah, and I th- I think it's, just a, it's, it's like a, a bull, it's like though. a different it's like a different type of tight end kind of like tight ends kind of like a receiver well, it's like, it's, lineman it's more, hybrid. Yeah, he plays in the backfield with the back. Yeah, it's like and, a li- yeah. it's like a lineman receiver running back hybrid type thing you know like it's just such a weird position and it's so funny man like uh we talked a little bit about uh last week about you know the old days right yeah and in my opinion we had the best one that ever played in in daryl moose johnston and uh emmett smith will tell you right now i'm emmett smith and i have the rushing record because that man once existed so uh, yeah, it was it was That's it's awesome. It's it would be cool to uh, to see a guy. Hey, if you put him in there in with uh, you put him in there with Pollard or Deuce, man, them boys are gone. Yeah, gone. Yeah, don't let that hole open. And I, them. I mean, yeah. he, obviously, we don't even know. He, I mean, he could not even make the roster. But personally, I think that um, I think him and it's it's and it's crazy because if you asked us, and, and I mean, Stephen before the season was like, Malik Davis is our number two, right? For sure. It's crazy. Malik Davis is pretty much. Now we're saying Malik Davis is going to get cut. Yeah. I think him and Malik Davis were kind of like neck and neck. I mean, they both had really good moments in this game. Yeah, but Lipke, man. But he- yeah, but I was going to say the difference though. I just I feel like between Rico and Pollard, you got anything Malik Davis can do and better. Yeah, but 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 Hunter is he's got he's, something he's that bigger body dude. He's he's the, obviously you know he's, he's that fullback style position but he's also shown a lot of really cool things in that passing game he he's a dynamic guy i think he's gonna i think he's gonna personally i think he's gonna beat out malik honestly yeah no i i'm with you i i think so too i think uh i think ronald jones finally has a roommate um <laughs> with malik davis 
Um, so, uh, yeah, apartment managers be looking out for them. But uh, hey, th- hey, one more that I thought was – I don't know if you had somebody else you were going to talk about, but um, one other person that I thought has been playing extremely well even before this game but definitely during this game is – Sim Richards, man. Yeah. I, not only have I did I see it in the preseason game and in the last season uh, preseason game, but there's been talks that he's been playing extremely well. So if we can get him as like a guard tackle kind of backup hybrid kind of guy, like they can play both on the left side. Man, I mean that would be that's ideal. But apparent like apparently he's been showing out, and I and I saw it, like I paid it some attention to it to him during the game, and and he was solid. Yeah. There was He's one where down. where an edge rusher came by and he just kind of handled him, man. You know, like he he was stout for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, and just uh, Lipke, uh, fifteen carries for fifty eight yards. Um, he averaged about four on the night, and um, he broke off one for eleven. You know, yeah, so, and he had a touchdown. Uh, Malik, <laughs> Malik, uh, ten carries, forty two yards. He averaged 4.2 on the night, no touchdowns, and he broke off one for 13 early on. So, um, actually, it was a decent showing for both guys. I just think that uh, Lipke, Lipke – He had brings more to the he table. He does. He just he, – you can do more with him. Yeah. And he had his receiving, man. Yeah. He really showed out in the receiving. And his, his, his blocking. From what I saw, at least, his blocking looked, looked pretty good. So – that might be that could be. A I difference. think it, that's solid, man. Yeah. Uh, so a guy that was on the t- on the team last year and was very serviceable was Dennis Houston mm-hmm. uh, in the receiver spot. So looking at how guys have played in the preseason, um, Dennis Houston on Saturday night, uh, one catch for seven yards, um, wasn't out there a whole lot. Um, yeah, is I mean, he gone? It's sad to say I I really think we just have we have so many really good young promising receivers um but it's just our receiving room is just so stacked now that now that obviously Cooks and that Tolbert has just shined how he has I just think and and then obviously we have Turpin um who's going to be on the team even if it's just for um his returns and and he obviously he's classified he's gonna be classified as a receiver i just think as much as i like guys um like that drummond my guy drummond balled out i mean he was looking explosive yeah he did ball out i just i just don't see a scenario where these dudes can make the team um i mean maybe one of them uh jalen brooks yeah i think brooks Uh. he's the seventh round pick I, i feel like you're gonna choose him over some of these undrafted guys, as much promise I, as I do shown. think that they those a lot of the Ontario Drummond and 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 uh, Dennis Houston they definitely probably make the practice squad. Yeah, but okay. not. I'm just saying not the 53. But not, yeah, not the fifty three. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then i I can see uh, I can see Dennis Houston if he were to be signed to our practice squad, he would probably get picked off yeah. uh, pretty quick yeah. because you could just yeah. you could just raid people's practice squads. Um, so we may actually see him around the league, but uh, r- real quick, uh, Semi Fioco. Yeah, Gone. I think yeah. it's uh, I think it's about. I'm time cool, there. and I'm cool with that. I'm not even like he, he's been, you know, great guy. You know, d- does stuff on TikTok <laughs> and everything, but like so it's been so do we. Yeah, <laughs> go check that out. But it's been long enough. Um, I mean, if we want to keep him as a practice squad player, that's fine. Which is, I'm pretty sure what he's been. I think I think last year he made just lack of depth. 
he was kind of on the 53, but he's just you had enough time and for you to come in on this third year and have we mentioned we've mentioned this on the show before but it, you can't get beat up by these rookies that have just done yeah. nothing have no experience and they come in here and just completely blow you out of the water game in and game out day in and day out so yeah, yeah. I, I that's all i have to say about that and no nobody nobody gives young people time in the league anymore like Mark, Mike McCarthy does. Mike mm-hmm. McCarthy tends to – you've got to prove you're bad over and over for him to say, okay, you're bad. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, yeah, I think for Simi it is uh, – it's uh, it's time to move on from that. So, mm-hmm. um, I know you you mentioned him a few minutes ago, uh, Dontario Drummond. I mean – Yeah, he balled just, out, but, yeah. I mean, it, it, just in – well, I mean, he's balled out the most of the preseason. I mean, three, Saturday night, three catches for 33 – uh, he was averaging 11 on those, uh, no touchdowns. He did break one for 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just we're just so He's top explosive. heavy. We just yeah, we just I don't know if we have room for him on the 53. Yeah, so. we we're just so top heavy. Yep. I mean, you know, our, our fourth is cl- like we have our top four and fi- even five if you count um, Turpin. You know, so I mean, yeah, there's I just mean, not we, a lot of if space. We keep seven, maybe him or Houston. Especially considering how much depth we have at like, yeah. D, at like edge and D line and corner, you know, there's just not enough space to keep that many people. Espe- mm-hmm. Especially considering we we have to keep a bunch of O linemen out of necessity, you know. I I, I don't see that happening, but um, yeah. Okay, and then uh, we'd be remiss as Cowboys fans if we didn't talk about kicking. So apparently, I mean, our guy made a fifty nine er. He missed a 59er as well. Mm-hmm. He missed yeah. one and then came out and made one. So, uh, you know, and you're not really supposed to use the first ones as practice. So um, you're supposed to make them all. Um, so uh, Brandon Aubrey, I, uh, there's no one else. There's no <laughs> there's no one else left. I mean, uh, he's going to play. He's going to start with us at least. Do you guys, just a, just a toss-up question, do you guys see us – Making a mid-season change at kicker. Oh, for certainly. I mean, I mean yeah. if it comes to that, I think we'll do whatever it takes. I think that we should. Why not? Yeah. If there's anybody available, the one thing I have hope that I know, you know, that I have hope of is if there is anybody available at any point in time, like we see with the Trey Lance situation, the Cowboys are doing their due diligence, and and I think they'll find them. And uh, so that and that's actually something that I'm I'm interested to see when it comes to cuts tomorrow. Um, you know, maybe somebody gets cut that we can look at, that we can look at um, and, uh, you know, pick up um, after that. So I, I don't know. That, that'll that be interesting. And it's interesting that kickers can go from team to team and, like, on one team they'll be bad, but on another team they'll be – Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Like, a day later they'll be good such a mental juju with those guys yeah. is so strange they just sometimes have to change uniforms yeah. but uh it um you know i really think uh, dallas missed an opportunity uh because messi was in town a few weeks yeah, ago yeah we should have yeah, jerry could have yeah. offered him the world yeah he was up in frisco playing fc dallas so like you know hey why don't you just come over here and uh be messy for us, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but uh, yeah, Man, missed opportunity. You know that he could have made him happy. a partial <laughs> owner of the Cowboys <laughs> for sure. Yeah, to play kicker oh, forever. Uh, like so, part of Messi's deal—not to get too deep into soccer—but uh, part of Messi's deal 
when he went to Miami was uh, um, Apple kicked in some dough. Uh, because that's, that's unbelievable. That's, that's their official streaming partner. The MLS is official streaming partner, so they they picked up some of that. So yeah, we could have uh, we could have the Cowboys on Apple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Shout out Messi yeah. if you're looking for you're looking for a retirement job. So, <laughs> it, yeah. So I mean, if do, do you guys have anything else to say about the preseason? Well, yeah. I mean, I just kind of want. Glad it's over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's over, and I'm glad that so far, fingers crossed, we haven't had any like. You know, we got through camp in the preseason without, like, outside of overshone any guys that we felt like are actual day one starters, they're going to miss considerable time. Um, we got, you know, I know last t- last year at this time is when, uh, around this time is when Tyron uh, tore that hamstring off the bone. But, you know, w- you know, barring anything like that happening, it seems like we got, we had some good luck um, in the preseason for the most part. Um, and... Overall, just I want to talk about feelings about the team. I think our, from my perspective, I think our team is looking is looking incredible. Watching us at camp, um, the preseason, the preseason, but I think we've seen so many promising uh, things there. Um, I don't I don't really see too many weaknesses other than maybe you know looking at kicker. Maybe getting some uh, some linebacker depth after the overshone situation. Maybe seeing if some guys after cuts are available for that, which I'm sure they're looking into. But outside of that, I just want to know y'all's overall feeling. Like I'm feeling very, very good about the position we're in. My yeah, my overall feeling is we're a very healthy team, mm-hmm. um, which um, we have not been able to say a lot coming out of preseason. And hopefully, uh, we stay uh, that recent. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're a healthy team. We're going to be a good team. We're going to be a force to reckon with. But back on Trey Lance, if the quarterback goes out week one, hits his thumb on a helmet, we're okay. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. more okay than we've ever been. Because we talked about this the other day. Uh, that's not Matt Castle back there. Yeah. That's yeah. not uh, – That's you know, that's not um, – Mark Sanchez back there. It's Trey Lance. That's a dude that can move around and make things happen. Yeah. Um, so that's that's super awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. That w- and that was one thing that as you watched, as I watched preseason, I was like, man, we, I'd really like to have a more dynamic backup quarterback. Yeah. And so and 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 we got that. So that kind of like checked the box off for me. Obviously, he, you know, he's had Trey. He's not fully where we'd like him to be. Um, really at all, but he he has that potential to be there. Well, look at where he came from, Shanahan. Shanahan will he'll he'll he, Kyle Shanahan will suffer in other areas to ensure his offense is always mm-hmm. going to plan. Right? He's got he's got these three these three like serviceable good quarterbacks in his mm-hmm. camp, and it's like one of you had to go, you know. And, yeah. and unfortunately, yeah. it's it's it makes us look stupid, but it's you, man. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I for years you watch. I would used to, you know, I used to have to watch Romo go down, and it's like, okay, the season hinges on Matt Castle. He throws three passes, and you go, well, the season's over, you know. Yeah. So, um, so a healthy team, a healthy Dallas team. Good depth. We, we good depth in most areas outside of offensive line. I yeah. think is a weak spot. Um, maybe linebacker a little bit right now. Yeah, now because of overshown. Because of overshown, so that is something we suffered from but uh we look great obviously our receiving room is tough to match 
our def our defense is tough to match. Um, it is my opinion, and I know I'll catch uh, just a lot for this, but it's my opinion that we have the best defense in the league. If you um, disagree, remember right. to to DM us or comment or yeah. something, and we'll respond. That's right, because I know I know these two guys share that same opinion with me. About I'll I'll just say it: we're the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, and then uh, it's. Again, I'll I'll get drop kicked for this uh, on social media and everything, but I think we have the best receiving room in the NFL, and we we definitely no matter where you place Dak, no matter how you feel about Dak, or if you're one of those crazy fans that say Dak sucks, um, but you know because you you know you drink excessively or something like that, <laughs> or that you know you have a, a mental uh, mental problem or something, um, we have a top ten quarterback, so. The state of the team for me is I'm ready to get this thing going. Oh, yeah. well, I'm excited, yeah. man, for sure. But um, yeah, no, I mean, you got anything to say? Well, no, like what's your what's your um, how do you feel away? coming like, out? Of how do you feel coming out of the preseason? Oh, um, I I feel like uh, we are extremely dangerous. I was talking to somebody today um, about the Cowboys, and he's a Saints fan. Uh, shout out the Saints, I guess. Uh, yeah, whatever. What I don't even know why that became a thing, but uh, who that say they gonna beat them Saints? Sure. Um, anyways, and he was saying that he thought that the Cowboys are just like totally underrated, even for as good as we like. You know, we were talking about it, and he was like, "I think that y'all guys could be insane." You know, like you have mm-hmm. to underrate the Cowboys. Yeah. You have yeah. to. It's 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 not popular to say the Cowboys yeah. are good. But but it, it, with but I'm glad. I'm happy for that. Does it make me mad sometimes? Yes. But I'm happy knowing that when we play Aaron Rodgers at home, and we just punch the teeth clean out of them. Hopefully, barring any major injuries. It's a good defense over there. We. Like people will, but again, they're probably going to be like, "Oh well, you know, Rodgers is washed, anyways." And the the, the <laughs> Jets, you know, who are we? Who are we kidding? The Jets weren't really even that good to begin with. Kind of like they did the Bucks, and we beat them. And then when we destroyed the Minnesota Vikings. But anyway, um, when we start coming out and punching people in the teeth, that's and you know, I'm I'm gonna feel like I knew it. You know, like yeah. yes. <laughs> you know, even though we did last season, but uh, like, yeah. peop- I feel like we're going to just destroy, it. like, kind of like a yeah. But you know, Dak sucks. Kind of, kind of like what we did to the Vikings, but more often. Right. You know, like right. I feel like that's going to happen way. Oh, more you think often. we're going to see a lot of games where we just absolutely demolish, like out. maul people? Man, I don't, I don't know. You know, every week you're playing an NFL team. I don't know if it's going to be that wild. I think we, I think, I think we comfortably. I, so win some I think games. we're a lot better than we were last year. But the thing is, is I so I think I think if we had the same schedule that we did last year, we'd see a lot more of that. The problem is, and this might you know we we could could transition into kind of how we stack up um, in the NFC this season. But I think we just have so many tough games in our schedule this year. So many solid teams that we're going to face. Whereas last year, I felt like we had a relatively easy schedule. This year, I think. We're gonna be, we're gonna be facing some some challenges week in week out for the most oh, part. Oh, certainly. And so we I, have I, a harder schedule. I think this I think we'll you know we're gonna do really well, but I don't know if we're gonna see like I mean, you know, an, an embarrassment on national television like we had like th- <laughs> two or three times, yeah. um, last year against oh, okay. a couple teams. All right. Well, let's let's 
let's, let's get into the spice, baby. Let's talk about the NFC. Let's go. Um, now, here's what here's you know I, I got some rules for this conversation. All right, we want to ultimately get to the seven NFC teams that we think are going to be in the playoffs. I don't want you guys to talk division winners or anything like that. I want us to cut down who are the seven teams that are going to get to the playoffs this year representing the NFC. So l- let's just let's let's dive right in to the East. Okay, now uh, Dallas. We're not going to talk who we think is going to win the division. It's it's between Dallas and Philadelphia is the consensus. Mm-hmm. Um, New York was in the playoffs last year. There were three teams representing the East in the playoffs last year. So let me just ask you this. Um, with no disrespect to Washington, but total disrespect to Washington. Um, Too bad. You're not going to the playoffs. You're not. Scary Terry. Uh, you're like the 12th best receiver in the NFL. but uh, Not even close. So um, It's more like t- closer to 20. But yeah, I, I just – so many people are like, is CD or Scary Terry the, the best uh, receiver in the NFC East? The next person that says anything like that, I I, I will find you, yeah. <laughs> and I'll do bad things. But uh, so um, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles are all three of those going back to the NFL. I mean the the, uh, the NFC playoffs. I I see all three going just because outside of the. I mean, it's going to be a tough battle at that end because obviously you have your, you know, whoever wins the divisions, which we're not talking about who's going to win them. But whoever. We can talk about this one, all right? So Dallas wins this division. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's no it's no question that, um, you know, those teams that, that don't win their division, they're, they're going to be, they're bad, you know. So, you know, can the Giants be better than the Bears or the you know the Seahawks and the you know whoever doesn't you know win their division okay yeah because in my opinion in the west the Niners win that and you know can the Seahawks contend for that sure but i think the Niners win that well, they did they did they contended last year for it and they 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 gave them a race you know it yeah. wasn't it wasn't locked up early or anything and, and like for, for me for I, well then i guess i would just say i mean yeah but uh, I think the playoff picture will be pretty similar to last season. Okay, as far as the NFC East goes. So tell me the North because because all right, Minnesota wins the North last year. I don't think a lot of people are expecting them to repeat that. I don't. Okay, but everybody's hyping up Detroit. Jacob, what do you think about Detroit and their chances of getting to the playoffs? No, yeah, I I definitely I think in that division, um, I don't see anybody beating Detroit. I I I I think that. Minnesota is going to be is going to take a step back, maybe even a, a big step back. Uh, I I mean I just think because of their defense, man. Hot defense they have a bad, bad offensive line too. It just isn't yeah. correct. Well, I mean here's and then the, you pretty yeah. much have no run game now. Yeah, honestly, I think it's going to be between. I think I don't even. I think it's going to be a race between the Bears, the Packers, and the Lions. I don't even put the. I don't even think Minnesota is going to be in that race. I think because. You know, with all this, with all the weapons and everything they added. Uh, yeah, I think the, the field. I think he's right. I think the Bears have more to offer than than the yeah, Vikings. Okay, who the, do you, the, who do you the, think? Who do you think of those three teams has the better quarterback? I think I think the the Lions have the best quarterback in that in that uh, division. But what do you think, Jacob? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Jared Goff. But you don't know who Love is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and now. Love last year when he played versus the Eagles. I just don't think he they wasn't have bad. He did a pretty good job. I, 
I don't know. I, I think for them to be willing to move on from Rodgers, and maybe that was kind of a, a mutual yeah, that thing was a, there. Yeah, that was a more worn-out welcome. They but, brought him back. But I think that they feel confident with love. I'm not super high on Goff. He's good, but he's not, like, insane. Um, I don't know. That, uh, that's you're higher on fields than Goff? No. Oh, no. no. Okay. I'm, I'm higher on Goff than fields. I'm not. I'm not. I, think, I think, personally, I think that um, Love will probably be just below Goff. Yeah. Um, doesn't have the experience. And all. Yeah. So, And for that reason, now, I mean, Love could come out and, and, and surprise us. He did good against Philadelphia um, last year. And a you know in a real NFL game, and that's a that's a good good team right there that he had to go up against. Um, but I think Goff, I think that the Lions have a more complete roster than the the Packers do right now. Goff has a I think overall better O line situation and um, oh, better yeah. weapons. The, the Lions have one of the better O lines in the league. Yeah, and so ultimately, ultimately, I think the I think it'll be. I think it'll be a race between those three teams that I mentioned, but I think the Lions um, and I think Goff's going to have a better year than than Love because even if it's not even because he's better, but he just because of the situation he's got. Yeah, just just an overall complete team. The Lions have the Lions have the most complete team in the NFC North. Yeah, because the 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 Bears and the Vikings have the offense. But they have no defense, like legitimate. Like the Bears traded away, and so did the Vikings. Traded away all their defensive talent, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But the Packers, ha- the Packers have a really good defense. You know, the g- decent, you know, good secondary, really good corner. In my opinion, he's not that great, but you know, it's whatever. Uh, C.D. Lamb cooked him. Um, but you know, they don't have a bad O line, and they have a really good duo at running back. It's just if Jordan Love can show out, then I'll I'll be. But then again, they don't really have like a crazy good, like receiving core. Like they have mm-hmm. a bunch of mediocre guys. Mm-hmm. So that so, but when you look at the Lions, in my opinion, they've got a great, uh, not a great defense, but a, a really solid defense. Good young pass rusher. Good young pass mm-hmm. rusher. Uh, good. Uh, I think they have a good linebacker. I think they went or, first round. They, for they just Campbell. went. Yeah, yeah. Jack yeah. Campbell. What a great pick in the first round. Um, but even, but they but they but they have good defensive uh, pieces, and then on their offense you have one of the best offensive lines in the in the league, which is huge. Then you go and get a first round, uh, you know, talent in Jameer Gibbs, who honestly in the preseason looked pretty solid. Yeah, he's very fast, very shifty, and then you got um, you know Amon Ross St. Brown, who is on that kind of. Scary Terry, tier, you know, yeah. level of a, wi- a wide sure. receiver. Yeah. And then you got whenever and if he gets his act together, Jamal or J- J- Jameson Williams, I yeah. think. Yeah. Which, I mean, if he can stop gambling and stay healthy, you know, he, he's a first-round talent. You know, he, he's yeah. a first-round pick. So, I, the, And I'm they have the uh, – well, no. The, who, they didn't – oh, they got Sam Laporta. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they, they, they drafted – didn't they? No, I think that was the Packers. Somebody drafted two tight ends. I think that was a – but the my Packers, but yeah. anyway, my point is is that as far as overall, well, and, and I mean, Jared Goff's been to the Super Bowl, you yeah. know, so he he's got some talent, you know, he he's a play. solid he's a solid quarterback, and so all all in all, they and they have um camp, they have the, the coach is really oh, good. Dan so, Campbell's great. Yeah, man. Dan Campbell's awesome. What a character. So, uh, but anyway, I in my opinion, I think that the Detroit Lions make the playoffs from them and then the fringe the fringe teams are that Chicago and and Packers and I think that the Vikings kind of regress quite a bit just because they lost 
some pieces. But uh, what do you think about uh, moving on? Well, uh, uh, what do you think about the North? But talk well, to me about that. Talk to me about that uh, South. Yeah. So I mean, all right. So right now, uh, we're we're projecting Dallas, New York, and all and Philly to be in the playoffs. Detroit. I will say, I, I think, I don't know. I, I'm shake it hot, up here. Hot take. I think Washington could be better than we expect. No, I, I, okay, so here's the thing. I don't thing. know. I here. mean, if Sam Howell can can keep on the track that he was going, I'm not a huge Sam Howell I guy. I just think it's so crazy have, that if we, there's no way we all make it. There's no way. I don't know. I mean, we last year, there was a point in time where all, all four of, of the NFC's teams were on track to make the playoffs. I mean, Washington just won the division in, what, 2020? Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit different look, Ben. I think. I think. I mean, they were they were yeah. solid, and they and they got a they got. In my opinion, they got significantly better. But that's just my hot take. If it if it ends up playing out, I'll I'm, say this: I think that Washington. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard folks, it here first. Uh, the Washington Commanders are headed to this year's NFC. I'll playoffs. say. I'll say this: <laughs> the Washington Commanders are better than all the NFC South teams. I think, barring maybe the Saints, the Saints can give them a run for their money. In the North, they're better than all of those teams except maybe the Lions, in my opinion. I think they could beat all of them, but the Lions, yeah. I think, have the edge. In all the right. wet, well, so no, so quickly you go back to the South and the Saints. I mean, the Saints are going to win that division, right? I think. I think, I think they're, they're that's a lock. Derek Carr, um, you know, got a good receiver, got a good running back. Um, defense is fine. Um, you know. You can't sell me on those Panthers, man. Carolina cannot. You can't. Yeah, you can't sell me no, on that. They they uh, they ruined themselves. Atlanta, you can't you can't make a case for Atlanta at this point. And then you know, yeah, the, Tampa Bay, the hype around Baker and everything, but it just it just it's such a shell of its you, of its fallen self. Do you draft Bijan in your fantasy team? Sure. Do oh, you sure, yeah. do they, you? They're going to run the offense. Yeah. Him, do so. you do you place money week in and week out on Bijan's yards? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But do you take them to win the division or even make the playoffs? Not a chance. Do you think that he can uh, think he can make a whole season because they are literally going to run the offense through Bijan Robinson? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, Desmond Ritter is not awfully awful, and he's got some wheels himself. And they got Drake London, so they they've got Kyle Pitts. They got Drake London. Uh, Bijan can catch from the backfield. Um, they've got a really good old line um, to help him. It's just their defense. I mean, they got uh, Calais Campbell, but the, outside yeah. of that, their defense isn't like really that great at all. Uh, so the the Saints, however, you know they you know once they get uh, Kamara back from you know beating somebody, <laughs> um, baiting, uh, you know they're gonna be the Bucks. They're they're done. I mean, mm-hmm. they they've got a good if, if they if they just had a solid quarterback. Yeah, they they would be so good because I they, hear they used to. Yeah, they did until we destroyed them. Um, and the Panthers, man, the Panthers are like, I don't know where the they they are. If the Bucks and the Falcons, I was talking about when I the I was talking about Brad Johnson. Oh, if the if the Bucks weren't so bad, I think that the Panthers would be last simply be, I mean, they have, they, I mean, they have a, I was, tell, I forget who I was telling. I think it might've been you earlier, but the, the Panthers have two solid players on defense, uh, two or three, but then everybody else is kind of that average player. Mm. So they're not bad. None of them are bad, right? but they're all at that 
these are good players. You know, they're they're solid players, but their offense is where they are just. I mean, they have a decent O line, but I mean, who is this guy throwing to? Miles Sanders is terrible, except for when he had the best O line in the world. It's just like, I, I mean, you gave this dude nothing. I mean, how do you mm-hmm. expect him to be good? Yeah. Okay, so I mean, you know, kind of Saints by default in that situation. Yeah. So, um, you know, moving on to the West, um, it's two teams over there. You yeah. know, yeah. okay, yeah. so um, the the Cardinals are not good. The Cardinals and Rams are probably the worst teams in the LA, NFL. LA is not good. Shell of its two year ago self. Um, okay, so um, San Francisco and Seattle. It's my opinion that they're both going to the playoffs. Um, they they're two they're two really good teams. I think San Francisco is a is a really really good team. I um, think Seattle they those two are the some of the reasons why the maybe the Commanders don't yeah, make it. Yeah. yeah. Because Seattle I think takes us. St- I mean, gosh, their draft man. They got Witherspoon and they got uh, yeah. Jackson Smith and Jigba. You get better on both ends of your s- uh, skill teams. You know, like on both sides of the ball. Yeah. I I, I don't see how they. I I feel like they could. Just because if Geno takes a, uh, maybe another step forward with how good their uh, their off like their skill players are, yeah, I think they take a step up to eat, contend with the Niners. I know the yeah, Niners and, have and a good I, defense I, and everything. I expect Geno to make that to make that stride. You know, Geno was kind of like he was. Um, Pete Carroll's like, just get me somebody in here that mm-hmm. I use, um, and then they end up signing him on the. You know, obviously he took him to the playoffs last year. Um, I, I can see him, you know, knowing this is my team, I could see him taking a step forward. And I, I'm with you, Ethan. I think they could contend with San Francisco for that number one spot, but that's yeah. not what we're here for right now. So I'll tell you this, guys. So let's just uh, – let's go, let's go this direction. All right, and I'm going to pose a question to both of you, okay? Let's, let's do the exercise where we say Dallas, New York, Philadelphia, Detroit – New Orleans, San Francisco, and Seattle all are in the playoffs. Who is that final wild card spot? I, I think I think you have to either go the commanders or maybe the do – you said the Lions were in? We're saying that the Lions are okay. in. They won the so division. I, 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 would, I would go either – Gosh, I mean, people are so high on the Bears, but they they won like nothing last season. So, I mean, you either got to go Packers or Bears. I think it's a toss up between the Bears, the Packers, and the the. I think. Well, I mean, if you're saying so the, the final ba- wild card spots coming out of the North for you, and you think it's either going to be the Bears or the Packers. I mean, or the Vikings, I guess. I mean, if Jordan Love is just bad. It, it, then it's it's a toss up between the Bears and the and the Vikings. If Jordan Love is serviceable. Then it's the Packers because they have the best defense okay. out, outside of the I, NFC. Yeah. Okay, so so out of, out of uh, out of Chicago and Green Bay, I mean, who's the better team? I mean, I th- I you know because oh Green so, Bay, yeah, there's Green so Bay. many unknowns about Love, but they're they are the better football team, um, and they and and I bet Justin Fields, as we sit here right now, is better than jo- Jordan Love, but I think Jordan Love has a lot of upside, and Justin Fields is kind of this is who Justin Fields is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm comfortable saying, you know, if Ethan's saying, all right, give me the Packers in that last wild card spot, I could see that. Jacob, uh, you've got you've got the three teams from the NFC East. Detroit's in. New Orleans is in. 
and the two teams from the West are in, who's your final wild card spot? So, okay, so you're assuming that the Giants are in? Yeah, we're saying that we're saying that uh, Dallas. You got to. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, Dallas, I, I mean, Dallas, New York, and Philadelphia are in. Detroit's in. New Niners Orleans is Seahawks. in. Niners and Seahawks. Who's the final wild card spot for you? As we sit here today. I mean, so I'm, you're essentially what I'm saying is that out of all those, I'm not, I'm not at the pencil and Giants yet. I I think that could be a toss up between them just, and the Commanders, just for the exercise. Well, <laughs> come on, Jacob, just for the exercise. For the man. exercise, I would say either I would say either the I think we could either have four NFC East teams or the Packers. Yeah, see there's I agree. Th- there's where I'm with you uh because as crazy as it sounds, as I look at all right, Dallas, New York, Philadelphia, Detroit, New Orleans, San Francisco, Seattle. Okay, those are your six uh, that we're just, you know, we're calling shoe-ins. Yes, it could go either way with New York maybe. But as you look at that, who's the, be- who's the best team on the board left? And, and, and honestly, you can, you can toss around the idea of the two North teams, mm-hmm. but Washington's more – as we sit here right yeah, now, Washington's they, more solid. Yeah, so they have a better yeah. – de- like their defense is comparable with the Packers. The Packers have a better secondary, but the but – the, uh, commanders have the have the better D line yeah. and o, like and O line like trenches They're stacked with weapons and then yeah they've got more weapons than Green Bay but I think that if it's it's a it's a toss up between commanders have a if have a Sam Howell schedule, is probably. worse yeah if Sam Howell is worse and if they're if they you know the schedule's harder or if Jordan Love I think it's the like, whichever quarterback plays better and if the Packers have a I don't know their schedule but if they have a uh, easier schedule than that they'll they'll win. I think the Chicago Bears are just not there yet, and people are a little bit too high yeah. on them just because yeah. they got DJ Moore. But we all accept we all accept the fact that everyone's high on Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we're on the Detroit Detroit wagon. Uh, Dan Campbell from Glen Rose, Texas. Yeah. Um, so uh, okay, that wouldn't that be interesting if we got all four NFC East teams into the NFC playoffs? That would be so crazy. We got three in last year. Not rooting for it. Not rooting for it at but, all. But, um, hey, we'll, we know we'll be there. So, yeah. that's we, uh, all we know. Yeah. We will be there. So, let's say for next week, uh, as we get into uh, to Doomsday Week, right, that the, the week of, of Pure Void, the week that we invite our souls back into our bodies, right? <laughs> so, um, next week, I say that we look at who we think are going to win these divisions. Ooh. I say we look at who's going to win what games, and what the heck. Let's talk about who's going to the big one. Yeah, and let's do let's do record predictions while we're at it okay. for for the Cowboys. Yeah. Let's see yeah, who we're going to we, win. Well, yeah, we'll take we'll take Dallas. Uh, that's who we're all yeah. here for. We'll take Dallas and say uh, and and look and uh, see which games we're going to win and see which games uh, we're going to let other people win. So uh, yeah, um, I mean yeah. Uh, you guys don't point. have anything else no? to say other than that. Um, no, just a uh, shout out Eagles. And, yeah, shout uh, out the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah uh, make sure just to, before we go, just make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, comment if you had anything uh, to say about, you know, anything different or in agreement to what we had to say. Uh, be sure to always make sure and like, uh, comment, like I just said, and then follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, DM me if you want to talk about some stuff or if you have any, uh, you know, thing to say about what we said or you know, any ideas about something you want, maybe want us to talk about in the future. 
Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see you guys next episode. Yeah, be there. We'll, we'll tell you. Uh, also, too, um, we do giveaways all the time. We've mm-hmm. this this just this summer since this podcast started, we've given away preseason tickets to Cowboys games. We're uh, giving away um, some memorabilia stuff online. Our next giveaway um, it will be announced um, probably next week. So you guys are this this episode's coming out on a Friday. So following this coming out Monday, going into the season. Uh, probably going to be looking at a Cowboys true brand hat. Mm, um, so that'd be prob- sick. Probably looking to give one of those away going into the season. Um, so be looking for that contest. Again, like Ethan said, DM, uh, DM us, uh, follow us on uh, YouTube, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram, and be looking for some of this future content and some of these awesome giveaways. Um, but, yeah, we out, boys. Peace. Later. Later.